0: Taming the Mind A restless mind is a common and ancient problem for meditators. If you also have this problem, know, my friend, that you are not alone. In the Bhagavad Gita, Arjuna says to a Krishna, Owing to my restlessness, I've achieved no lasting results in the attempts you've taught me to steady the mind. Verily, The mind is restless, tumultuous, madly stubborn. O Krishna, I consider it to be as difficult to master as the wind. We should, of course, strive to calm our thoughts during meditation. But lest we think that a completely still mind is the only doorway to higher states of consciousness— We have this comforting example from Autobiography of a Yogi. A few moments later, I, Yogananda, made my way to Master's empty sitting room. I planned to meditate, but my laudable purpose was unshared by disobedient thoughts. They scattered like birds before the hunter. Just a few moments later, His guru granted him his first great experience of cosmic consciousness. Difficult, though controlling the mind might seem, there are several things we can do to help reduce restless thoughts. The first and most important requirement, however, is that we want to quiet our minds. Without this, laudable purpose, you will achieve little. As you begin your meditation, you need to make a conscious decision to be still. The first few minutes are particularly important, so resolutely push aside any restless thoughts or desires. Then use meditation techniques, especially those of pranayama, to withdraw the life force into the spine and channel it toward the spiritual eye. As the prana withdraws, the mind will naturally become calmer. Here's an apt analogy. When a mahout takes his elephant through a village market, it can cause havoc, stealing some bananas from one stall, some oranges from the next. But the wise driver has a trick up his sleeve. He trains the elephant to take a short piece of bamboo in his trunk and proudly hold it high. This, of course, keeps his trunk out of mischief. The major senses of touch, sight and hearing are our uncontrolled elephants and meditation techniques are meant, in part, to give them a piece of bamboo on which to focus. The central techniques of Yogananda's paths are ones of pranayama, especially Hong Sa, where we try to feel each inhalation and exhalation and accompany them with the mantra Hong Sa. Even as a child, Yogananda would practice this for hours at a time until he went breathless. Similar techniques of observing the breath form the foundation of nearly every path of meditation, including mindfulness. The breath becomes our piece of bamboo. By focusing on it, the mind and senses turn inward, and the mind begins to calm. Likewise, looking into the light of the spiritual eye turns the sense of sight inward, and the same is true for hearing, when listening to the sound of Om. Here, then, is one of the most effective ways to calm the mind in meditation. Whenever you become aware that your mind is restless, return it gently but firmly to its inner home by observing the breath, looking into the spiritual eye, or listening to Om. If you make this a habit, you will take a giant leap in taming your mind. This practice also works in the marketplace of daily life. When your thoughts become upset or your emotions agitated, take a few deep breaths, focus briefly at the spiritual eye, or listen to the inner sounds. As Yogananda wrote, Remain ever calm within, be even-minded. When working, be calmly active. Some day you will know yourself to be subject no longer to the tides of destiny. Your strength will come from within. You will not depend on outer incentives of any kind for motivation. Enjoy and peace, Nyaswami Jotish. This is a very common subject uh, of questions, well, as Davy and I travel around the world. My mind is restless, or I can't stop thinking during meditation, or some aspect of the thought that uh, I can't concentrate on God or even on my techniques because my thoughts are so restless. It's very common for meditators. So as I said, if this is a problem that you're struggling with, don't feel that you're alone, and don't feel that it is a hopeless battle. As I've said in this blog, and I've been using this myself, these three things inwardly as we sit to meditate, the sound of Om in the ear, the light in the spiritual eye, and especially feeling the breath are kind of a home base that you can return to. Anytime the mind begins to wander or the restless thoughts are plaguing your meditation, as soon as you become aware of that, then return it to one of these three. Watch the breath, look into the spiritual eye, or listen to the sound of om or in some cases you can combine them. But uh the main thing is that you need to return inwardly to concentration on these things which will lead to the higher states of higher consciousness. It's really quite simple. We really Ananda Ma said something very interesting someone asked her about uh, how much free will do people have. And she said, basically, you have the free will to think of God or to not think of God. And so if we substitute that for these three things, the light, the sound of Om, and the breath, or trying to calm the breath, we can think of that as the pathway that leads to the consciousness of God, to the consciousness that we're united with God. So if we think of this as the pathway, we have the choice to stay on that pathway or to not stay on that pathway. And it's really that simple. So as soon as we discover that we're wandering around in the brambles of restless thoughts, we can immediately choose to return to the pathway. If we do that, our restless thoughts will begin to calm. As I say, I've been practicing this myself, that using these three as a touchstone to bring my mind back to the focus of my meditation. And as we do that, the meditation will become deeper and deeper because the restless thoughts will not continually disrupt the focus of our meditation. Ultimately, we will achieve both a complete stillness inwardly, a stillness of the breath, a withdrawal of the senses, or as Master said, shutting off the sense telephones, and then finally the absorption in the higher states of consciousness, in the vibration of Aum. And in that state, the mind becomes completely focused and calm. It doesn't mean that the consciousness is not active. It's very active. It's just super consciousness, not the consciousness of our normal, restless consciousness of daily activities or the dreamy subconsciousness of, uh, you know, past thoughts and uh, the dream state. In any case, use these three. Try it just as an experiment and see if it doesn't work for you. It certainly has worked for me. God bless you.